going on, everyone? My name is Jemai McKinney, or you could just call me Juice because that is my nickname. So NFL free agency has been crazy this offseason, guys. Now, there are still some very key players out there that are available to some teams, including Cam Newton, including Jameis Winston, including Jadavian Clowney. So not everyone that is a noteworthy name has been signed, but there are enough signings out there for me to talk about NFL free agency in this episode today. I want to focus on NFL free agency. I'm going to give you the biggest winners of NFL free agency. I got six teams that I think ultimately won free agency, but before I actually get to those six official teams that are on my list, I want to bring up two teams that I felt were honorable mentions. Those two teams are the Saints and the Browns. I believe the Saints are a better football team than they were last year. They added Emmanuel Sanders to their wide receiver core. They desperately needed a wide receiver opposite of Michael Thomas to win one-on-one matchups. It really affected them in the Vikings game in the playoffs this past season. It really affected them, you know, the year before that versus the Rams in the playoffs. You know, teams were able to key in on Michael Thomas, and no one else could really help out Drew Brees in that passing game. Emmanuel Sanders is a very reliable option. He's a very good route runner. He can go deep. He can line up on the outside. He can line up in the slot. And he's won a Super Bowl before. So he has that championship pedigree, that veteran leadership that you look for. I like that signing. Also getting Malcolm Jenkins, a veteran safety, is a very key signing as well. He'll be able to, you know, bolster up that secondary. I like those two signings for the Saints. Also the Browns. They added Jack Conklin to their team. To They signed Jack Conklin to a three-year, $42 million deal. He's a very good young offensive lineman that is well well in the middle of his prime. He's really going to help bolster up that offensive line. The offensive line was the weakness for the Cleveland Browns heading into this offseason. They also signed Austin Hooper, who's going to be a reliable target on third down and across the middle of the field for Baker Mayfield, in my opinion. You can use a lot of good two tight end sets with Austin Hooper and David Njoku. You add him to Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry. That wide receiver core slash tight end group gets even better. So Cleveland and New Orleans got better as a football team, in my opinion. Now let's get to the actual big-time winners. Let's start off with the Chargers. I believe the Chargers are a winner of NFL free agency. They traded Russell Kuhn away for Trey Turner, so they upgraded. They got younger on the offensive line. They signed Brian Bulaga to a you know pretty large contract. The biggest weakness for the Chargers heading into this offseason was their offensive line. They have a good defense. They have some very good wide receivers and tight ends and running backs that I like. You know, what really derailed the Chargers last year was Phillip Rivers turnovers, injuries, and bad offensive line play. They 100% addressed the offensive line in free agency. That unit is much better on their football team. So they improved the weakness. Also, they got richer on defense. Already a very good stack defense. When healthy, got better. They added Linval Joseph, a very good defensive tackle. They added Chris Harris Jr., who to me is still one of the best slot corners in the NFL. He's he's going to be added to a secondary with Derwin James, Casey Hayward, Desmond King. The Chargers already had one of the five best secondaries in all of football. Now you add Chris Harris Jr., they are clear winners of free agency. Okay, also, up next... The Arizona Cardinals come in at number five. 
I think the Cardinals are winners of free agency because they got Kyler Murray some help. DeAndre Hopkins is really going to help aid Kyler Murray. He now is a reliable number one target on the outside to throw the football to. He's a great fit for Cliff Kingsbury's offense. They also did not have to give up a first round pick to add DeAndre Hopkins to their team. They basically robbed Bill O'Brien and the Houston Texans. It is a crime what they did. Also, when trading for DeAndre Hopkins, they were able to get rid of David Johnson's bad contract. So I like that move as well. They also signed Jordan Phillips, a very good defensive tackle. He's six foot six, you know, almost 330 pounds. He's going to help that defensive line. He had nine and a half sacks last year from the defensive tackle position. Listen, Chandler Jones is an excellent edge rusher. He had 19 sacks last year. The fact that he had 19 sacks last year is amazing because he had virtually no help on that defensive line. Jordan Phillips is definitely going to help add to that defensive line. That clearly was a weakness for the Cardinals. Now all the Cardinals really need to do is address the offensive line in the draft. And I do think the Cardinals are on the rise. They are clear winners of free agency, in my opinion. At number four, I think the Denver Broncos are a clear winner of free agency as well. They added A.J. Boye. So now they have a number one cornerback. They really had a hole in their team after losing Chris Harris Jr. They replaced him with a younger defensive back in A.J. Boye. That's, that's a capable number one defensive back. You only, had to, you only had to give up a fourth round pick to go get him. That was a steal. You also added Jarrell Casey to a defensive line that has Von Miller, that has Bradley Chubb coming back next year. Now you add a guy to the interior like Jarrell Casey that can stop the run, that can get after the passer. You got Jarrell Casey for a seventh round pick. That is highway robbery of the Tennessee Titans. Also, Graham Glasgow is really going to help that offensive line out. The offensive line was kind of a weakness for the Broncos last year, so the offensive line is a much better unit right now. And you also added Melvin Gordon on a very reasonable deal. So now you already have Phil Lindsley. Now you add Melvin Gordon to the mix. That's one of the best running back duels in the NFL. I think that Drew Locke is a franchise quarterback. I believe he's going to you know, burst onto the scene this year. He's already got Cortland Sutton to throw to. He's already got Deshaun Hamilton and Noah Fant as well. So again, I think that I think that. Drew Locke is going to have a great year. So the Broncos, they're winners because they added to their secondary, they added to their defensive line, they added to their offensive line, and they improved their running back group. Those are four units of their football team that got much better. I like the signings that they made in free agency. The Broncos are clear winners of free agency. Up next, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are winners of free agency because they filled their biggest need, which was wide receiver. They got Stephon Diggs, who to me is a capable number one wide receiver in their offense. Diggs is one of the best route runners in the NFL. He provides, you know, a big spark to that offense for next season. I believe Josh Allen is going to benefit from this move. Josh Allen loves to throw the deep ball. Stephon Diggs can get behind the defense. He's very good at running those deep routes. He's one of the best overall route runners in general in the NFL. He's one of the 15 to 10 best wide receivers in football right now. He's going to be their number one option. I do believe this elevates John Brown's game. This elevates Cole Beasley game is they will have more favorable matchups on the outside with teams trying to take away Stephon Diggs. The Buffalo Bills really did not have a whole lot of weaknesses last year. Outside the fact that at times they could not move the football in their passing game. You know, they just really didn't scare anyone over the top 
in their passing game last year. So this really helps out the Buffalo Bills offense. Also, they continue to improve their defense. The defense was already one of the five best units in football last year. Now you add in Mario Addison, a veteran pass rusher, one of the most underrated pass rushers in the NFL. He's got 29.5 sacks the last three seasons. They also added Vernon Butler, who's a very good young defensive tackle. He had six sacks last year, so he should provide some juice to that interior of the defensive line for, for the Buffalo Bills. And EJ Gaines and Josh Norman are going to help out Tredavis White in that secondary. Josh Norman kind of had a down year last year in Washington. And EJ Gaines is nothing special. But again, depth is key. You have more bodies in that secondary. A lot of teams are going to try to throw opposite of... Um, what's his name? Tredavious White, who's an all-pro level corner. Now you have some very solid defensive backs that can cover some people. Josh Norman, hopefully he resurges his career in Buffalo. I like that signing, and I do believe the Buffalo Bills overall are winners of free agency, okay? Up next is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are a big winner of NFL free agency, in my opinion, simply because they improved their chances of potentially winning a Super Bowl and getting to the playoffs next year instantly. Tom Brady is going to help this team in so many ways. He provides juice to the franchise. The Buccaneers are relevant from a revenue standpoint, from a television standpoint, you know, Let's be real. I like Jameis Winston. He's exciting. But was anyone really watching Buccaneers games last year? I know I was because I'm a football fan. I just love football overall. But the general but the general NFL fan is much more interested in the Buccaneers much more than they were a year ago. The Buccaneers are going to be one of the must-see teams next year, in my opinion. Tom Brady provides juice. He provides leadership. He is not going to turn the football over as much as Jameis Winston. Let's be real. Jameis Winston killed this football team in so many ways last year. I know he's talented, but 30 interceptions, that is not ideal. That's not how you win games, and we're not even going to count the fumbles. The Buccaneers lost six games last year by one possession. So if Tom Brady just plays average football and doesn't turn the ball over, they're going to naturally win more games. Tom Brady is motivated to prove Bill Belichick wrong. I think that he's still, in his opinion, has something, something to prove to the NFL world. I think that he's trying to prove that he can win without Bill Belichick. I still think that Tom Brady is one of the 7 to 10 best quarterbacks in football. He's no longer elite, but I still believe you can win a Super Bowl with Tom Brady. I believe Tom Brady's going to have a great year in Tampa Bay, throwing to Mike Evans, throwing to Chris Godwin. The Buccaneers' offense is going to be much more efficient. They already had two very good tight ends, and now you add Rob Gronkowski to the mix. Listen, Mike Evans is one of the five best wide receivers in all of football. Chris, Chris Godwin is one of the best number two wide receivers in all football. And if Rob Gronkowski returns to his normal self, you're talking about one of the three best tight ends in all football. Pick who you want to defend because that Buccaneers offense has the best weapons and pass catchers outside of Kansas City, in my opinion, if Gronk is healthy. So I really like the moves the Buccaneers made. I mean, they already have a very solid defensive front. They retain Shaq Barrett. They retain JPP. You still got Vita Vea. You still got Ndamukong Sue on that defensive line. Levante David and... Devin White are two very good linebackers. I really like the, the direction the Buccaneers are going in. And I do believe the Buccaneers are a dark horse Super Bowl contender due to the fact that they added Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. That's going to help this team tremendously. 
And last but not least, the biggest winner of NFL free agency is the Miami Dolphins. Listen, they went from one of the worst teams from a talent perspective in football to a team that I think they can challenge for being 500 next year. They added Byron Jones, who's who's one of the best defensive backs in football. He, to, in, in my opinion, he's a number one cornerback. You add him with Xavier Howard, that's one of the best cornerback duos in the NFL. They both, to me, are number one cornerbacks. They're not Jalen Ramsey. They're not Stephon. Gilmore, but they are good enough to cover the opposing best team's wide receiver. That's a very good duo right there. They also added Shaq Lawson and Emmanuel Agba to that defensive front. Two very good, versatile guys that can play the run and the pass pretty equally well on that defensive front. They can get to the quarterback. They can stop the run, like I said. Um, Kyle Van Noy provides experience, leadership, and championship intangibles to this team, potentially just because he simply won a Super Bowl in the past. He's got very good leadership qualities. He's your do-it-all hybrid linebacker. He can cover tight ends, potentially. He can rush the passer a little bit. You can move around a lot. He's your do-it-all guy. Like I said, I like that signing. And Eric Flowers and Ted Kraft really helped aid that offensive line that desperately needed some very good, solid starters. I believe Eric Flowers and Ted Kraft can start for that offensive line. Not to mention you added a three-down running back in Jordan Howard, who to me can catch passes out of the backfield. He can run in between the tackles. He's very good in the red zone. He's just overall a very good, solid running back. He can be the focal point of an offense when running the football and catching it out of the backfield. After making all these moves, the Dolphins improve their running back group. They improve their defensive line. They improve their linebacker core, they improve their secondary, and they improve their offensive line. That is five units of their football team that they improved, at least five position groups, I should say. They're the biggest winners of free agency, and now they have, they have 14 draft picks to play with on draft night. I do believe the Dolphins are on the rise. I really like the way that Brian Flores coached this team this past year. I do believe they will battle for being around 500 next year. I will not be shocked if this team finishes second in the division next year behind the Buffalo Bills. I believe they improved their team tremendously, and I do believe the Miami Dolphins are the biggest winners of NFL free agency. So again, that's my list right there. 